Hello, my name is Evan Jacobs and welcome to the Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir Aftermath podcast. These interviews are part of an ongoing series chronicling the hardcore punk music scene in Orange County, California and sometimes elsewhere. They are an addendum to the film Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir. This is a documentary I made that chronicles the 1990s hardcore punk scene. You can stream Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir on Vimeo. For $2 a month, you can watch every Anadimia film by subscribing to Anadimia Films Unlimited on Vimeo. Links for all this stuff are in each episode description. To support this podcast, please like, rate, and review it. Also, please subscribe to Anadimia Films TV on YouTube, where you can view all of these podcasts in their original video form. Right. I don't know why. My parents were, were very middle of the road. They're, they're more left-leaning now, which I think is a result of, of, of uh, Donald Trump. Um, but, but yeah, they were very, they were very apolitical, um, just you know, middle, middle, middle of the road type people. I don't know why I've always been left. I just, I don't know, the, the, <clears throat> the concepts um, and the idea of community and and a shared responsibility and all that is just, I don't know, maybe it's, maybe it's cause I was brought up Catholic and, and, you know, it just, the, the morals were hammered into me. I don't know, but yeah, I've always been pretty, pretty left-leaning. Do you remember a point when you kind of realized your like how you feel about religion? Do you, do you remember like, Oh wow. Like I'm, um, I'm moving away from that belief in a divine figure and all that stuff. Like, do you, like, do you know when that when that kind of happened? I do. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a it's a stupid joke, but it's it's <laughs> the joke is um, how do you how do you make someone an atheist? Make them read the Bible. Gotcha. Um, I went to. I mean, I, I grew up very Catholic, and I was very Catholic. I was very into it uh, as a kid, and went to catechism class. And CCD, and uh, um, you know, I went to Catholic school. I went to Catholic high school for a little while. And when I went to my freshman year of high school in, in uh, Christian Brothers College in Memphis, Tennessee, which is a Catholic school, all boys Catholic school. They wore a tie, you know, they had their hair cut short, whole thing. Um, we read the Bible. Um, semester one, we read first half. Semester two, we read the second half. And I just remember um, asking so many questions that just couldn't be answered. Um, and around the same time... How was that received? How was that received? Like, when you would ask questions, did it reach a point where you felt like they don't, wanna, they don't want me asking these questions? Or no, did that never... Did you never feel that way? No, they definitely didn't want... They didn't, they didn't like the questions that I was asking. Um, some of them bordered on, uh, they would say, would, would border on blasphemy, um, which, you know, I, I, I thought, how am I not, not allowed to question the logic of this? How am I not allowed to say, you know, you're telling me that Noah got two of every animal on the earth into this ark, and then in this tiny short amount of time, was able to repopulate the earth. 
Like, mathematically, that doesn't make any sense. But you weren't allowed to ask that. And uh, do you know the the, um, the George Carlin bit about him being in, in Catholic school? I mean, I, I might, but but enlighten me. It, he, it's kind of the same thing. Like, they used to, he said, what did he call it? Um, they, they, they would go to Sunday school or something, and, and, and the, the father would, would line them up for, like, heavy mystery time. And he, the bit is that he and his friends would try and come up with uh, the best uh, question that they couldn't answer. And, and so the one that in the joke is like, hey, 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 father, can, can God make a rock so heavy that even he can't lift it? And, and the, you know, and the joke is that like every answer was like, well, it's a mystery, which is a very Catholic thing. It's just, you know, have faith and, and believe in the, the mystery of it and, and you'll, you'll be fine. But as I got older and I started meeting like, you know, Southern Baptists because I lived in the South and, and that sort of thing, it just, it just felt, um, it felt very man-made to me. It felt very obvious that this was put into place to make people feel better about the fact that when they die, they're done. Um, it, it was put into, it felt like it was put into place for people that are poor and struggling and living under the yoke of, you know, the, the, the guy in the castle or whatever, well, don't worry, there's the afterlife. And the meek will inherit the earth. And just the more I looked into it, just the wackier it seemed. Once you um, came to that thinking, was there no going back? Like, like, like once oh, you no, had... No, no, no. Astro, oh, I, okay. I, I didn't want to come to that conclusion. Okay. Like I said, I was very Catholic. And so the, the more questions I asked, the more like scary it got for me. And so I went through this period in my 20s um, where, like you remember, like everybody in the hardcore scene was becoming a, a Hare Krishna. Oh, yeah. I, I thought I'd check it out. So I read the, the, the Bhagavad Gita and the, 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 the Upanishads and all that. And then I, I looked into Mormonism, and then I looked into Hinduism, and I looked into to Buddhism, and I read all of the texts because I thought, surely there's got to be a kernel of, of truth here. Otherwise, you know, I mean, 50,000 Elvis fans can't be wrong, right? And the, the, the common threads running through all of them, um, I liked. You know, the, the golden rule, that's not a... A Jesus thing. That's that's a, a Zoroaster thing. It's a Confucius thing. It's in all of the major religions. You know? Oh yeah. Don't don't be a dick. Really, right. Is the thing. Um, but then all of the wacky stuff and the magic and all of that. It just, especially you know, like if, if I I grew up Catholic. If I'm looking at like Hinduism, it seems especially bizarre to me. Where you know somebody that's a Protestant looks at. at, at you know, relics and things like that in the Catholic Church, which is, you know, it's magic. I mean, it's just fucking magic. So I didn't want to give up. I, I, I never ran to it. Um, but I, the, the, the more I, I tried to hold on to it, it was like the, the less I could believe in it. I mean, I still, I think about like my, my you know, my, my wife's grandmother passed away. 10, 10 years ago or so. And she had cancer and she was dying. And I remember asking her, are you, are you afraid? And she was like, oh, no, not at all. You know, I'm going to see, 
you know, I'm going to see my husband and I'm going to see my family. And she was genuinely not afraid. Right. And I thought that's, that's fantastic. Why? I, I don't want to take that away from her. Um, and I wish I had that because, you know, I'm 50 now. I think about dying all the time and it's not, you know, my dad thinks about dying. He believes he's going to go somewhere awesome. I believe I'm just going to be wiped from existence and it's just going to be, it's not even that I'm like going to be in darkness. I'm going to be gone. And it freaks me out. Um, and even in that it, freaking out, even in that, like, even in that, that is not enough to drive you back to a position of, of, of faith. So it, it would be the same thing as if somebody said to me, behind this door is Brad Pitt. But whenever you look at him, he goes invisible. I can't believe that. I, would, I, I like Brad Pitt. I think he's cool. I'd like to meet him. Just because I want that to be true, I can't do it. Um, that was a very good, that was very, no, I'm saying that was a very good the way that you explained that. Like I'm saying that very, very simple and that was. Well, I mean, that's, I, that, I mean, that's, I think that's important is that anybody that, that knows me, I hope, knows that I'm not um, like anti-God or anti-religion. If it makes you happy and if it, and if you're not making other people miserable, that's awesome. It's just that I, I can't do it. You know, I can't lift 500 pounds over my head. I'd love to be able to do it. I can't. It's just, it isn't, unless, you know, something genuinely miraculous were to happen that, that I can see and touch and feel. I, I just, I don't have that faith. I, I can't muster it. It just doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense to me that there is an omniscient God, and yet we have free will. Those two things don't reconcile. The fact that there's a divine plan, but you also have, you can do whatever you want. I can't change the divine plan. It's he, God knows everything, so he knows what I'm going to do. It's mapped out. So, I mean, like, like uh, I, I don't remember if it's Puritans or Calvinists. One of them believes so strongly in predestination that they just believe, fuck it, do what you want. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. It's, 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 it's been predetermined. So be a good person because you're hoping that's what it is. Um, I see. I see. No, no, no. That's, you know, I, I have a final question. Yeah. Um, when you look back, because you seem very, very happy now. You seem very happy with just like, and I, I really appreciate your posts because um, I wanted to ask you: Do you do them on a computer or do you do them on a phone? Which which one? Your, your posts, because your posts will be sort of like you'll write a lot, and I'm like, wow, is he doing that all on the computer or is he doing that on? Oh, like on social media? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry, I probably should have said that. Yeah. Um, how how do you do it? Is my is my is my question first? Uh, I mean, if it's, if it's a long rant, it's, it's always on the computer. Okay. And I unfortunately will do it over time. I will go back and refine the wording and make sure that, that it reads the way I want it to. It's, it's far too much work for <laughs> just some Yahoo 
mouthing off about whatever it is that, that I seem to think is important. Um, you, you, okay, so I read, I see the stuff, I see the stuff that you're doing, it's, and, and it does read the way that you want it to, and I find it to be very, very thoughtful. Um, very thoughtful, and, I, and that ties into the sec, this last section because you know we've been talking about religion, and I, I feel that your answers and the and just what you expressed was very very thoughtful. Um, so what I wonder is, in your time in hardcore, which I, I I hate even saying that like hardcore punk because dude you're still in it, even though you may be out of it, you may not go to shows, you may not keep up on all this stuff. You, the, check, check, check. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you still have a lot of friends that are involved in it. I don't know how often yeah. you talk to all, a lot of them, but I'm, I'm willing to bet that you probably talk to at least more than two or three a few times a year. Um, and probably more than that. So my question to you is, what do you think for you was your happiest time in, you know, in your involvement in the hardcore scene, and you know, in, in 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 the crux of your involvement, huh? Um, getting that thing of um, macaroni salad when we were on the East Coast, maybe. Gosh, probably not because I don't remember the macaroni salad. I remember you trying to live off of five dollars a day, or two two dollars, and you bought me a Whopper. And you said all you're eating is fries. I don't want to see you doing that. I bought you a, I bought you a Whopper, and you better eat it because there's <laughs> meat all over that thing. Um, I I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Um, that is a great answer I, because that gives us something. Because here's the thing: is I want to at some point I do want to talk to you again because I know that I have questions about all the recordings and I kind of didn't touch on those mainly because I'm going to be doing that far side thing that we talked about. And I'm like, also it's just, you know, I enjoy talking to you. So we, we need to do this again, but please continue as far as why you don't, you know, explaining that. I, I'm, well, I don't have a good answer for that. I just, <laughs> I'm ready shot. Um, I mean, there's definitely really fun memories that I have. As, as awful as the European tour was that, that Farsight did, I mean, they, we had a ton of fun and we saw so much cool stuff um, and came back with, I, I think our, our whole life perspective was changed. Um, Being older now, do you ever wonder like, my God, how in the hell did we spend six, take six weeks of our lives and just leave and come back? I wonder how I survived most of the 90s because there was a point um the final the final days of head first where i was i had been vegan for quite a while but i knew nothing about nutrition so i was just eating the worst shit and i think i think i honestly weighed 140 40 pounds and i'm just shy of six feet tall so it's very thin and those and i was sick all the time any picture with you with your shirt off it was like I just remember, and then I remember you trying to tell me at one point that you had a pot belly. You called it a bubba. And I, I, I just, I remember thinking like, what that? Because I was bigger than it. I remember thinking, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> yeah. But you were, um, you were, yeah. Too thin, yeah. So, I, I mean, I wonder, I wonder how, let's put it this way. If I had kids and I knew that my 22-year-old was living the way that I was living. 
I would be terrified for them. But at the time, like living at the, at the fat house, um, and, uh, you know, palling around with like, you know, Ron from Final Conflict and Caden from Hyrax and stuff. That was awesome. And all the, the, the people I met, um, that, you know, we'd hang out at OCC and, you know, we'd, we'd go to shows and then, you know, the show would be over. And then for three hours, we'd just linger in the parking lot just, just having fun. Those, those are great, great memories. Those were, those were great highlights, you know having to work at 7-Eleven and Subway and places like that because, you know, you, you had to have disposable jobs because you were going to go on tour. That part was a bummer. Um, I don't miss that. Um, so I, I think the, 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 the highlight is the people that I met that I am still uh, connected to, which isn't a ton of people. But it, and, and, and I say connect. I mean, most of them are not. You know, it's, I see what they're doing through social media. You know, Chris Ross, remember Chris Ross? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. New, New Jersey dude. And same yeah. like, friends with that guy. I haven't yeah. seen that guy in forever, but I feel like we're constantly in contact because I can see what he's doing. And we, you know, we tell each other jokes and write funny shit on each other's Facebook posts and stuff like that. And that's nice. Um, I don't know if that's more just, you know, the miracle of social networking or if that's just, if that's from the hardcore days, but it's nice that I uh, built friendships that, that are still in place today. I have one final question. Mm, keep saying that. No, no, this is it. I promise. I promise. <laughs> I thank you because I know it's late for you and I'm sorry. Do you work from home? Are you going to be able to sleep in the morning? Yeah, okay. this is, this is literally my office. Oh, I love this it. it. I love it. I love it. Uh, it looks like a rat office to all the books behind you and everything. Okay. Final question. With the yeah. night that you and I met at the anti-club, um, free bass played, uh, you were talking to little Steve and you were either, you were making plans with him for the next day. I think you guys were going to go to a show or something, but you had to work. And I think you were working at Togo's or you were working somewhere. Mm -hmm. And you said, so here's what I'm going to do. I just overheard you say this. And I always wanted to know if you did this. You said, you said, no, 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 you didn't have to work. You were trying to, no, you were going to do something Sunday. So you said, okay, I'm going to go in Saturday and say, okay, I'm here to work. And then they were going to say, like, no, you're working Sunday. And then you were going to be like, no, I'm supposed to work today. And then they were going to let you work and you were going to be able to work and you were going to be able to be off Sunday. Did that ever happen? Uh, that happened many times. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and how I got away with it and how they didn't just be like either A, this guy's an idiot and we just need to fire him. <laughs> He's playing us like a violin. I don't know. But, oh, geez, I'm so bad at the schedule. I'm sorry. I keep forgetting. But, you know, I mean, it's Northwood Pizza. It's not like we're building rockets. They just say, oh, fine, fucking go, go put mushrooms on the pizzas. Dude, that's, that's a, fine. That's a we'll good find, pizza you know, place.